0: Father's Day. Where's all the men? Where's all the fathers in the house? Can, can I get a hoo Okay, that was okay as a first try. Can I get a hoo from the men? Hoo-ha. There we go, there we go. It's Father's Day. So let's hear, what's the plans after church? Food, food and more food. Okay. That's a big celebration. I want to I share this with you, church, um, over the last few days ahead of this, this particular message. There's been attack after attack after attack after attack. So I could hear, I could hear this, um, this Philistine shouting from the valley, you are sick, Kirk, you've got the flu, right? You can't do this this morning. We're going to cut his his head off this morning. Amen. 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 So church, we're talking about fathers. We're talking about fathers, and this is a message not just for the fathers, but this is a message really about family. Turn to your neighbor and say, this is about you and me. This is about family and the intention of family. And where are we? Where are we now? You know, when you, when you walk into a mall, a new mall, the first thing you do is you, you, you get to those big screens, right? And then you, you hit a few buttons, and it says you are here now, right? And then it, say, it shows you, okay, you want to get to Edgar's, you've got to take a few turns here and there, get, get to Woolies, this is what you need to do. But what, it, what helps you and what helps us is knowing where we are. Amen. Don't you never say "Don't look so serious on Father's Day." So, so I'm gonna am f- gonna say a few things here this morning. I wanna warn the I want I want, want to warn the men, and I wanna warn the the wives here this morning. Ooh, I wanna warn you this morning. Don't take offense. Okay. Don't take offense when I say what what I need to say this morning because the enemy doesn't want us to say what we need to say this morning. It's clear, it's evident, and I want to encourage you, it is in the context of family. It is in the context of family. It's not just for the husbands or the father or for the wives and the children. It's for family as a unit. So there's no singling out here this morning except... I'm going to talk to the men, to the fathers in the house. Amen? Where's the fathers? (laughs) Okay, you guys can go home now. You guys are (laughs) okay. Where's the fathers in the house? There we go. There we go. Are you ready, church? So, Emmanuel, you said something to me before church started. Spot on. You brought up a, a word here this morning. Spot on, then that's why I said we can go home now. If you've got your Bible with you, I want you to turn to John chapter 14, verse 6 to 11. Did you get it? John chapter 14, verse 6 to 11. We're going to talk about. where we are right now but first I need a booming voice my voice is not cooperating I'm looking to one person and one person only Eric won't you stand (laughs) can you can you read it first John chapter 14 verse 6 to 11 Father. So how can you say show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words I speak to you I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me
1: for the sake of the works themselves. Hmm.
0: Did you hear that, Church? The passage there. So, I'm just going to sketch the scene. John chapter 14 is about Jesus saying to the disciples, guys, I'm going to leave you. I'm going. I'm going to to be with the Father. Thomas pipes up. He says, but we don't know where you're going. We want to see where you're going. Philip then says, you know, if only we could see the Father. So think about, if only we could see the Father. Jesus turns around and He says, If you see Me, you've seen the Father. Isn't that true this morning? For for the men and the women, who's like your Father? Just a show of hands. People tell you, you are just like your Father. Looks, the way you do things, the way you say things. Hey? you just like your father sometimes they say it in a bad way you just like your father <laughs> <Hey? clears throat> uh, <laughs> why? because this is the biblical portrait of fatherhood this is what it, it is all about As, am I talking to somebody in the house here this morning? He says, anyone who has seen me, they have seen the Father. Hold on to that thought. John chapter 5, verse 90 to 20. Can I get another volunteer with a booming voice? John chapter 5, verse 90 to 20. Emmanuel, can you help us there? Oh, I want, let me hear that voice. Let, let us hear that voice. 20. So it's true, eh? Emmanuel? Confirmation here this morning. You just a few moments ago you said you the, the the son only does does what he's seen the father has done. Okay. So I wanna I wanna say this to you. My dad, he was the first of his generation, right? That played the guitar. First. Of his generation. Is there any wonder that I'm playing the guitar? Is there any wonder that he is the first one to show me what it is like to worship? Is there any wonder that I worship in the way that I do here this morning? He's the first one. Where's the sportsmen and women in the house? Come on now, raise them high. If you think about it, and just maybe, just maybe, where did it start? With your dad? Right? He was the the one that, I remember, my dad used to take us running around the block, running around the neighborhood, and he would be behind me with his car. And we would run. (coughs) He wasn't with me. He was behind me with his car. And he would... Even at night, eh? so you can imagine, you're running, circle, circle. You're running for two hours. Um, you're running for three hours. And you're running and running, and he's behind you. And then he's the he's the coach. He's the one that says, you must do this. You must eat this way. You must run in this way. This is what, you, what you're going to expect, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it started there. Is there anybody, is there a witness in the house to this? My dad was the one that said education, my boy, is going to free you. That, that came from my dad. So what, what we did was <laughs> we had those Britannica, those Britannica encyclopedias, those brown ones, where you see the same dog every time you do an assignment about pets, right? Same dog. You open them, it's not Google, it's not Google. It's not the same thing. <laughs> But what he used to do, I was six years old, I remember, what he used to do, every time he comes home from work, he expected me to write at least 20 to 30 pages of the encyclopedia in cursive. Right? Every single day. right? And, and it's because he, his belief was, education was... A freeing thing, right? So it—it it was there. It was there to, to help my boy. And he comes home and he says, "Do you actually understand what you've written down here?" Then he explains to me, "Oh, this is what's happened. This is what's going on. Oh, that—that that looks okay. Try it this way. He's the one that that did that. Can I get a witness here? Yes. Can I say this to you? And this is—I I feel." The reason why we've been under attack for the last week, specifically with regard to this message, is that the enemy is after family. The enemy is after family, but more specifically, he's after the role of father. He's after the role of father. Why do I say this? Did you know? that 60 percent of homes in South Africa are without fathers? Let me rephrase, let me say that again. 6 out of 10 homes don't have fathers. Statistically. 6 out of 10 homes in South Africa don't have fathers. So what does this mean? Let's just think it through. What does this mean? It means that there's been either um, no marriage, right? There's either been a break in marriage, a break in relationship, a, a figure that's been removed from the home, okay? What's the implication? What's the implication? And Just, just think about your context. Think about where you find yourself at the moment, where you are think about school think about the workplace think about family the system of family and then think about 4 out of 10 homes where there are fathers but the home is still fatherless am I making sense here church? are you with me? So so when, when I know how I know you're with me is when you say amen. amen. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> you're with me. So there's a problem. Society is out of balance. But God's intention was for both sides to be seen. His original intent, intent in the beginning, in the garden, was male and female. In the image of God. Yeah. Meaning, when, when male and female look back w- to God, he is reflected back. Make sense? Yeah. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? What do you see? A reflection of who you are. A reflection back of who you are. Okay? That is an intention. Intention. Genesis 1, 20, 1 verse 27 says, So God created man in his own. In the image and likeness of God, he created him. What did he say? Male and female, he created them. God's perfect plan, perfect plan for kingdom is family. Male, female. Male, female. It is an image of of God that is complete between male and female. Are you following me, church? So what happens in the garden? The enemy holds up a different image to Adam and Eve. And they become reflective of something else. Not in the nature of God. Not in who He is. His image is, is tarnished. But we know, then Jesus comes, right? But go with me, church. The culture of today has distorted the role of the man and in turn the father. It's diminished the importance. I can tell you this this is a purposeful strategy of the enemy why he did it right at the beginning it's purposeful so what are the what are the effects of oh, fatherlessness i want you to ask holy spirit to continually speak to us at every step of the way in in this morning service what is what is what is the effects families are being raised by women alone <laughs> Mothers alone. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Doing a fabulous job. They're doing the best that they care, can. But think about the complete and full image of God, which is male, female. Complete reflection of who God is. <laughs> Remember I said don't get offended now, right? Remember I said early. It's emotion, nurturing, plus purpose. Emotion, nurturing, plus purpose. Complete. So let me ask this Who talks the most in your house? <laughs> Who speaks the most? Who's got the most words? The mother, right? <laughs> pastor says times 10 <laughs> why is that so think about it think about it this way as well right why, why did God not choose the man to carry the baby <laughs> <Hey>? <laughs> Jared says it would have been too easy <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm not sure if this is the same in your house, but every time there's a decision that needs to be made and, and it needs to, to happen, the, the conversation will sound like this the wife will say, Let's talk about it. The husband will say, Let's do it. Does it make sense? Sometimes, there's a, when there's an overexposure of one thing, let's, let's talk about this thing that we need to talk about. We end up tolerating things that we shouldn't be. We end up living with things and trying to negotiate our way through something instead of drawing the line. Think about, um, think about um, your father. Your father. For those who have of us who have been fortunate enough to have an earthly father. But this is the guy that says, um, when you say, why dad? He says, because I said so. Does it sound familiar? Is it, was it just my dad? <laughs> no? The mom will say, well, my child, it's because, you know, you go through this and then you go through that. And then... I want you to avoid this piece here and then... But the Father says, because I said so. Okay? Is it resonating here this morning? So there isn't a balance between feeling, emotion, and purpose. It's out of balance. Our kids suffer with emotional instability. Am I speaking the truth here this morning? We've got, when there's a fatherless home, we've got men who don't take responsibility. They, they stand there, you know, if I think about the, the pandemic that we've got about teenage pregnancies, about, um, you know, uh, having, having children out of wedlock, um, it's because it's not fathers, it's men. Are you listening to what I'm saying? There's no no fathers. There's men that are doing this. Men that have been modeled in a certain way. They've seen something from their fathers. And they haven't seen something from their fathers. That's why there's abortions. Think about it. I wonder... In in instances where there's a decision on whether to abort, whether the father says yes, you must when he wants to be involved, he wants to be there. There's a lack of discipline, and we tolerate bad behavior. How many of us remember when you were in in um, the mall? And you started crying for something. And you, and you throw a tantrum. Right? What does your mom say? Oh, my child. What does the dad do? Whoa. When you get home. What is, are what is those famous words? I'll deal with you when I get home. <laughs> huh? You get the look. You get the stare down first. And then the dad says, I'll deal with you when we get home. There's a lack of respect, a lack of restraint. You know what the def- definition of anarchy is? It's unrestrained freedom. Are these the things that we're seeing today? It's, it's, it's not something I'm, I'm making up or wanting to, to put in as my opinion. It's something that you're seeing here every single day. Ooh. I need to be careful on this one now. Boys don't want wives, they want mothers. So when they get married, what happens? They want to treat their wives like they treated their mothers. Or have their mothers treat them, or their wives treat them in a way like their mothers did. Why? Because they didn't have a view... Of how father treated mother. Did you know, statistically proven, that in fatherless homes it's four times more likely that you'll end up in poverty? Did you know that it is twice likely, two times more likely? that people in that have grown up in a fatherless home would be exposed to drug and alcohol abuse emotional problems low self esteem in children a compromised self image why why because we didn't see both It's also linked to poor academic performance. Fatherless oh. It's not, it's not uh, to say that it is just that. But it's, it's been, been studied and it's statistically been proven and shown in data. What about promiscuity in children? Why? Because there's something missing. There's something missing between young boys and young girls. There's even an evidence of an independent spirit. Independent, don't you know say independent spirit? Not unit, not family. Have you have you ever heard somebody say, I'm doing my own thing? I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm free. I'm doing my own thing. Sure. Are the men still with me? <laughs> you can say Aina. <laughs> so what what is the role of the father? Let's just hear yeah, what is the role of the father? Just shout it out, out at me. Here is the leader? Mentor? What else? Protector? Provider. What else? Priest of the home, what else? Hey, is the disciplinarian? What else? Come on, popcorn star. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is the driver. <laughs> He's the Uber. <laughs> So first of all, if you can write this down, this is important. The role of the Father is to provide. It's to take responsibility to provide. But it's also to take responsibility for action and inaction as well. Right? The buck, have you heard the saying, the buck stops where? It stops here. It's not going to blame circumstance or others. The backstops, yeah. It is to protect. So, think about it. If somebody comes through your window, two o'clock in the morning, who runs to, towards the guy? Who? Oh, no, no. Let me, let me, re, let me rephrase. Who should run towards the guy? Uh-oh. <laughs> so, so, Carly and, and, and Jay-Z are afraid of spiders. So, when we moved in, we we um, redid the ceiling. So, we took the ceilings down. But there was like a massive amount of insects and uh, spiders. And we had this massive spider. When we just moved in there, there was literally... Uh, it looked like a tarantula on the floor in the bathroom it looked like a tarantula so so they call me why because they know their mother is really scared of spiders she runs the other way spiders she runs the other way so they call me do you know do you know the role of the father is to actually teach the child on how to Deal with fear. Does it make sense? Father's there. So I say to say to Kali, Kali, can you see how small that spider is? Can you look at your, the size of your hand? Look at the size of your feet. It is fifteen times bigger than that. So all you do, and don't make a big deal about it, it's not a big thing. Just squash the thing. So it's over and over and done. Right? It is disgusting, says Travis. It is to be the priest and the home pastor. It is the the person responsible to teach biblical truth and to model it. Model it for their children. It is to be an example. Who who said leader earlier? It is to be an example of how to lead. Not to be there, not just to be there. Does that make sense? Not just to be there, but somebody who s- he shows who's worked. Rudolf, I think your your dad would have showed you how to work on those quad bikes. What did he do? He said, "Come here, let me show you." Yep. Right, and then he take the tin spanner and say, "Okay, this works here. This is what we do. We're bleeding the the brakes a bit. This is what we're doing." Right. <laughs> the parental version yeah not 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 so nicely yeah he would he would he would actually tell you but he would he would actually be there and show you he was present right he didn't he didn't come home and sit on the couch he he was active okay. <laughs> I'm careful again have you have you had this being told to your, your son or your daughter oh it's all about being part of sports it's about participation at the end of this you'll get a medal for, for participating anybody said that? I can tell you that was not the message my dad told me my dad said you win and you win and you win you compete and you give your very very best why? this is one side of God the image of God. Why do you need that competitive spirit to deal with issues decisively? And um, don't negotiate with the enemy, deal with him. It's one side of, of Father God in the image of, of man. Take no prisoners. So every time I, I tell um, Renata, the kids are going to get it now. you know, I'm going to discipline the kids because they've been fighting, fighting, talking about each other and, and uh, being nasty to each other. And then I say, this is it. And then you can see the fear rising up in my children's eyes because they know it is coming. <laughs> it is coming. You know what my wife does? She, she 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 literally does, babe, babe, babe. Don't be too hard. Don't be too hard. Don't be too hard. Please don't, babe. Please don't. We we our night is just starting out this way. Please don't. What's my wife doing? She's negotiating with me. <laughs> it's funny i remember when uh, when um, Jazzy was smaller and i don't get as much hidings anymore because i don't think it's as necessary but um, when she was 4 or 5 she described the the hiding that she got from me uh, to her mom you know what she said mom it was it was like a lightning strike <laughs> it was it was it was like lightning it came down like thunder Jazzy, who who are you more scared of, mum or dad? <laughs> let's let's put that into context. The reverent fear of the Lord. Where does that come from? It Was modeled. It was dad, this this dad that is strong, that is hard. The one that falls on his knees before the Lord. That's where you learned it from. That's where we learn it from. Are the men still with me? It's getting softer and softer. I'm getting worried now. (gasps) Take no prisoners. Think about it in this way. Think about Jesus. He spoke the way. He showed the way, and he paid the price. Think about somebody like Paul. He spoke the way, showed the way, and paid the price. Fathers are the example. Society has has tarnished this and said, Okay, popular culture dictates that we can do whatever we like. We can follow whatever we like. We can we can be... What's that um, um, new age concept? I can live my truth. Have you heard that before? I can live my truth. My truth. Not the truth. I can live my truth. How I feel is who I am. Sure, church, there's a, there's a gap here. There's a gap here... And you know where the gap is? In the home. You know what our role is? The Father's. It's not to be silent anymore. Maybe we've been silent. Maybe that is why we've seen certain things unfold in the way that it has. That is why society looks like there is no control, there is no, there's no respect for authority. There's no, there is a lot of negotiation taking place. Too much, because it's out of balance. Our role is not to be silent. You know what else we are responsible for as fathers? To leave a legacy. Can I get a whoa? Our responsibility is to leave a legacy. Think about your dad. Think about all the things that you have taken on that still lives on in you. That was in your dad. The way I worship absolutely my dad. Absolutely. That, that completely sold out piece of me when it comes to worship is because of my dad. The, the competitive nature that I have is because he showed me. He played soccer professionally, he, he, he did uh, everything to train me to, to, to do as well. There are certain things, we are soccer crazy in our house. Soccer, we're mad. You come to us on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon, you'll see me in my shirt. You'll see me in my supporter shirt. Where did it go? <laughs> um, possibly you need some water there. <laughs> I'm not talking about Liverpool, eh? <laughs> or Arsenal, Frankie. But there's a legacy that he left behind. The, the, the way in which I treat my children is because of him. The way I treat my wife is because of him. So we're gonna end off shortly. There's intention, God's intention for kingdom is family. So when you when you when we say family, it's kingdom. When we say kingdom, it's family. It's not it's not it's not interchangeable. It it, it is interchangeable. Intention was for both sides to come through, right? So you, you say to me, but Kirk, I never had a father. I, I didn't grow up with a father. I hear you. You say to me, Kirk, think life happens. Life happens and things didn't work out between me and my partner at the time. We just didn't get married. Um, I want to I wanna say, say to all of us here this morning that there's grace. Absolute grace. But we need to we need to understand how do we respond to what's happening in society, what the enemy is using as a as a strategy to keep to keep us away from God. Let me say to you, let let us follow Jesus Jesus's example when you see me you see my father how does that happen I want to say to you all of us all of us not just the men we are not fatherless can I say it again we are not fatherless there's three ways in which we know somebody. If you can, write this down as well. We know something and someone at an intellectual level. One, number one. Intellectually, Craig, I know you intellectually. I know your name is Craig, you're a man, you have two children. I know you at an intellectual level. When I get to know you a bit more, I know you emotionally. Second one emotionally. Okay? So I respond to you in a certain way emotionally. And the third way is context. Right? Because we are brothers in Christ, I dedicate, there's a, there's a, um, a discipline that says I will walk with you. Right? There's a, there's, those are the three ways in which we, we, we actually know each other or get to know each other. If you know somebody in those three ways and you are left unchanged on the inside, then all we know about that person is, is we actually know about a person when we don't know that person. Does it make sense? Can I, can I say it again? First one is intellectually. I know you're at an intellectual level. Emotionally. Um, and a, the, you call, it, call the third one a devotional level. I devote myself to you. Um, there's context behind it. This is important to do. The word says A, B C and D, right? So, so those are the things that will allow us to get to know someone. But if you do not change as a result of the relationship, coming in those three ways, you, all you do, all you have is know is knowledge about someone. So when Jesus says, when you see me, in fact, the Greek, says, in the, the Greek uh, translation says, um, it is to understand me. When you see me, you understand the Father. Am I speaking to somebody here this morning? When you see me, you understand the Father. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 says, remember we spoke about image. Right, we, the image we behold, we become. If we see the Father, we become like the Father. That's what the word says. And all of us, with unveiled face, continue to be what? To behold in the Word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are constantly being transfigured. Another another version would say transformed into the very own image in ever ever increasing splendor from one degree of glory to another. For this is from the Lord who is the Spirit. Did we hear that? As we behold Him, as we learn, as we learn to understand Him, how do we do that? Intellectually, emotionally, devotionally, through the word of God, we are changed. Amen. And we understand, we, and we get to a place of understanding, not just a place of knowledge about him, but actually get to you. Why? Because that is the father that transforms us. He's the one that we start modeling. He is the one that, that shows us the way. Does it make sense, Church? As our eyes are closed and our heads are bowed. There's an end time prophecy that, that is yet to come to fruition. And this is it. Malachi 4 verse 5 to 6 says. Behold. There's that word again. Behold. I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. And he shall turn and reconcile the hearts of the fathers to the hearts of the children. And the hearts of the children to the hearts of the fathers. Lest I come and smite the land with a curse and, and a ban of utter destruction. Prophecy says, before the day of the Lord, I will reconcile. I want to, want to say to us all, did you say this to me before the service started, Emmanuel? It is our responsibility as men, as fathers, to walk in the prophetic word our nation, for the world. Early on I asked the Holy Spirit to speak to us at every step of this message about fatherhood but actually about family and the role of the father in family. It is time For the husband, for the father to stand up. It is time for the father, for the husband to stand up. You say, I want to experience what it is like to be fathered. We are not fatherless. Behold him, see him, you see the father. I want one day my children to to say this about me. When I look at my dad when I look at my dad I see the father. Church right where you are family Not just the men. Right where you are. If you're saying this morning that. I'm ready to stand. I'm ready to stand and take my place. In family. I'm ready to take my place as father. And even recommit. Recommit. To walking in. The plan I set out for you. In kingdom. I want you to stand. Take that stand as Father and say, this is is me. I take responsibility, not just for my own children, but for society at large. This is what the enemy tried to stop this morning. I'm going to take the city and nation because the order is right the order is right it is complete it is fulfilled. it is in balance the image of God fully restored when I want to ask the the people around these fathers if you can just can you lay the, your hands on them Just so walk up to them and we're going to pray for restoration. So I know through personal experiences, there's many ways in which things have not been modeled in my life through an earthly father. I know that. We're going to pray for restoration. We're going to pray for, if there's anybody in the house here this morning who says, "Jeez, I don't have the best relationship with my dad. We're going to pray for reconciliation this morning. Can we do that, church? And then we're going to pray for our our city, our nation, for the hearts of the Father to return back to the hearts of the children. For the hearts of the children to be restored back to the hearts of the Father. Can we do that? Let's pray with, with fire here this morning. Because this is so important. So, so important. I felt, I felt an urgency in my spirit when, when, when preparing this, the message. This is important. This is the crux. Men, stand up again. Fathers, stand, take your place. Take your place not just for your home, but for our society. Yeah. For politics. For our schools. For our nation. Take your place. Don't sit there silent. That time is finished. The time to sit back and be a couch potato is finished. It's time to stand up. Right we are. Let's pray, church. Pray for the people next year. Pray for families. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. We are... Our battle is not against flesh and blood but against principalities. We break it now in the name of Jesus. We break it now in the name of Jesus. Fathers rise. Fathers rise. Fathers rise. Pray and say, Lord, when they see me, they see you. When they see me, they see you. That's right. Men are standing. Proclaim it, prophesy, prophesy. Church, this is a fight for men. This is a fight for family. This is a fight for fatherhood. Going to spiritual warfare, right? We are, right? We are. Raise the raise your voice, raise your heart. Restoration, Reconciliation.
1: Thank you for standing up. And by faith I declare, we will take the nations as the men stand for truth, as they stand for justice, as they imitate the heart of Father. We honor you this morning. And God, I pray a blessing. I pray for a spirit of courage and boldness. That our men will pay the price. They will take on whatever needs to be taken on in the spirit. So that we can see a godly nation arise. Bless our men, God, I pray. Double portion on them, I ask God. Godly wisdom and discernment on raising their children. Give them wisdom, I pray. Give them fresh revelation of the Father's heart. The longing of the Father toward them, I pray. That they will feel secure in their love with you. And it will flow out from them to their children, I pray. Bless our fathers today. Father, today we thank you for being our dad, Thank you for your love. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that you pursue us relentlessly. We give you praise today. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. (music)